Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to CruiseControlRadio.com and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. We're glad he's with us. We're all glad that you're with us. Got a full hour of great automotive information. We're going to start this hour with Lexus announcing its teammate advanced drive system. And they're also taking on distracted driving. Les, it is distracted driving month and they want to raise awareness about that it's a crisis around the country and uh, anything we can do to help yeah and uh, toyota debuts the gr86 and it's no replacement for displacement yeah remember we were kind of teasing that up uh, oh yes and that uh, toyota and uh, subaru would be uh, making an announcement. There's a lot of rumors floating around that there might be a BRZ STI, but uh, we don't have anything on that, but we'll keep you up to date on that. Also, Jeep updates the Compass. Competition's a good thing, Les. They have to up their game on that. That's right. Uh, it helps. You know, well, yeah, look what we can buy. Um, and uh, hey, if you're planning any kind of a trip, this summer and renting a car, uh, you better be prepared for sticker shock because prices for rental cars are skyrocketing. Yeah, they say an economy car may cost you $300 a day. $300 oh, a day, you used to be able wow. to get a week for that. It We're used gonna... to be like 30 a day. Yeah, well, we'll, uh, we'll tell you what's going on and why those prices are high and if if you're planning that summer vacation, you might be in for a surprise. Mm. And Hummer reveals its crab-walking 830-horsepower EV SUV. <laughs> and are you ready, Les Jackson, for <laughs> some tactical tech? Are you ready? No. <laughs> okay. I, st I still haven't gotten ready or used to the tactical flashlight and tactical sunglasses. From, there's a, from I, I believe there's a tactical toothbrush too. Oh, of course. <laughs> it just cuts away the, the stuff <laughs> on your teeth. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to get the information from Tom Namovich, who is the Hummer EV product manager. He's going to join us in a little bit on cruise control. So, a full hour of uh, great automotive news and information, Les Jackson. We'll talk about that and more on Cruise Control when we come back. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. You're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control is live every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern on Facebook and YouTube. For the latest news on new models, automotive tech, industry insider interviews, and new vehicle reviews, tune in live starting at 10 a.m. Eastern every Saturday on YouTube and Facebook Live. Cruise Control. Hey, welcome back to Cruise Control. 
your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Les. He's Fred. Hello. We got a lot to talk about, Fred, before our guest comes on later. So we should just go ahead and get to it. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some technology that's going to be coming up on a cool vehicle, the uh, 2022 LS500H. It's an all-new partial hands-free functions, uh, including advanced drive and advanced park. Let's let's talk about what does advanced drive mean. And it's designed to detect driving conditions to plan and execute acceleration, braking, and steering commands to maintain the vehicle within the lane, follow other vehicles, change lanes, navigate certain interchanges and traffic jams, and overtake slower vehicles. I read that directly from the release because... I, I know, I like the... You know what? This is this is Intelligent Cruise Control 2.0. 2.0. And lane change um, is the big which thing. Which great. Yeah, lane change. One, is the, yeah, one thing you and I have talked about in the past is, boy, wouldn't it be great if this thing knew how to overtake a, a slower vehicle? Uh, or wanted to change the lane itself um, because it knows I want to maintain a certain speed and I'm, you know, trying to get to somewhere mm -hmm. uh, by a certain time. It's just great. Well, the other thing that's neat is uh, the fact that if you're in a traffic jam, you can take your hands off the wheel and you can take your feet off the pedals. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that is very taxing, traffic jams. I know I've been in some traffic jams for over an hour and it's it's really bad if you have a manual you get frustrated <laughs> constantly creeping you know hitting the pedals creeping forward yeah so this is going to be available uh on the 2022 ls 500 h i drove uh this vehicle over the summer and it's it's a really wonderful large luxurious sedan um uh, sedan les jackson notice i said sedan I um, I want I I appreciate that, <laughs> uh, and it was great, and it was loaded with technology. Now there's more technology coming up. Advanced Park assists the operations necessary for hands-free, safe, and secure parking by automatically controlling steering, acceleration, braking, and gear changes when parallel parking or backing into a parking space using 360-degree sensing. It also gives you a bird's eye view, which I would not get a vehicle without that bird's eye view. I wouldn't either. Uh, uh, once you have it, you got to have it. You know what? I wondered, why don't they put that on tractor trailers? Well, maybe they do now. Uh, wouldn't that make it a lot easier to back into a uh, back into a uh, a, a, a you know place where you're going to offload? I would think. Um, I. I Frankly, if I were driving the tractor trailer, I would, <laughs> I would have to have that because uh, you'd imagine the number of maneuvers I'd try before I got the thing in there straight. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, well, uh, those are two bits of technology that will be coming out on the 2022 uh, Lexus LS500H. Pretty cool. Now, we... Uh, also want to tell you about this. Uh, you can go over to our Facebook page and check out this video. Uh, the D Distracted Driving Awareness Month. We're in mm -hmm. that right now. 
And Lexus has put up this great video where they take drivers and they tell them, okay, we're just going to try out this car. Um, and they go around cones in a parking lot. And, and then all of a sudden they flick a switch and the glass goes opaque, I guess what it would be. And you can't see. But they only hold that up for 4.6 seconds. Matter of fact, they tell them the new vehicle is called the 4.6. They put a nameplate on and the idea is that's how long it takes you to read and send a reply to a text. In that time frame, you can go the distance greater than a football field, right? Absolutely. Um, you shouldn't be texting in a car while you're moving under any circumstance. Um but since people do, and by the way, Fred, do you drive any day, any day you're, you're in, uh, you're driving, do you somehow uh, not see somebody who's distracted? I see them all the time, and I notice them right away. I think, I think I would make a pretty good cop because I could see them right away, and I would light them up and say, what are you, what are you doing with the phone? You know, they – and. What drives me crazy is when I see the vehicle moving and uh, and they're not looking. So we'll talk a little bit more about distracted driving when we come back on Cruise Control. You're on air. Automotive Magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We will be right back. Check out the live show on our YouTube page, Cruise Control, Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, live on YouTube. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're glad you're along for the ride. Don't forget to check us out at our Facebook page, cruisecontrolradio.com. Actually, I'll get you to our Facebook page and our Twitter feed. It's all there. We were talking about... Distractive Driving Awareness Month. If you head on over to our Facebook page, we got a great video up from the folks at uh, Lexus. And uh, we were telling you how they told people we're going to test this car out. And uh, it's called the 4.6. And they would be driving on the course, and all of a sudden they would make the windows go opaque for 4.6 seconds. And they would start running into things. And the idea no. less... <laughs> yes, the idea is to show what can happen in 4.6 seconds if you're sending a text, right? Absolutely. Um, and of course, you know, that's the minimum time it takes to send a text. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's normally something stupid like, your auto warranty is about to expire. Yeah, <laughs> on your on your twenty five year old car, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's something stupid or a stupid little animated smiley face or something. And guess what? Now you've gone across the lane, flipped over, hit somebody else. You know, it's it's really important. And uh, you were saying uh, that do I see people texting, driving, and texting all the time? I do. I see them looking at their phone and the car is moving forward and they're just bent down looking at their phone and the car is moving forward into traffic, which usually yep. elicits a giant horn burst for me. And at every stoplight, every stoplight, there's somebody 
who doesn't go when the light changes and you can look and at 100% of the time they're looking down at their hand and they're clearly texting. Yep. Or have you ever experienced this on the highway? Someone starts slowing down. They they were doing 65. Now we're doing 55. Now we're doing 40. And guess what they're doing? They're looking at their phone slower, slower, slower. And they're right in the middle lane. And the lights would come on if I was <laughs> if I was a cop and say, "Is there a problem with your car, or is there a problem with your phone?" Yeah, it's, yeah. We'll it, just take that phone from you <laughs> and smash it into the ground. <laughs> you can pick it up in court. Yeah, yeah. It is uh, though. I'm really glad Lexus is is bringing this out uh, because it it is something. It is a very selfish activity because you are basically putting everyone else at risk because you have to you want to answer text you know don't use it don't do it it's just not worth it it's it's a stupid thing to do uh and you're gonna you're gonna hurt somebody else uh, if not yourself but you could hurt somebody else so hey let's uh move it along and talk about a big debut this week toyota gazoo racing the, the world debut of the new GR86 it is quite a nice-looking vehicle. And the nice thing about it, Les, is it's got more horsepower, thanks to a 2.4-liter boxer engine up from the 2-liter engine of the past. Uh, not it's bad. Not bad at all. It was nothing wrong with it uh, in the past, and now it's uh, now it's just a... Uh, I'd call it a sprint car, I guess. Yeah, uh, it uh, it has uh, a lot of other new features here. They use aluminum for the roof panels uh, to uh, get a lower center of gravity. There's more rigidity in the body. It's been uh, the torsional rigidity has been enhanced by about fifty percent over the previous model for greater steering stability. Uh, it is a good-looking vehicle. Even the interior looks nice on that. Of course, you can get the BRZ, uh, which is the um, which is the uh, uh, Subaru version of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb. You know what this reminds me of? Sort of. It is like a mini Corvette. Not not the mid-engine Corvette, but the, it's like a mini C7 Corvette. Just like the Opel GT was like a mini. C3 Corvette. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it I is see that. rear drive. It's got the low scooping nose. It's got the high back um, two-door vehicle. Uh, you know, I think it's a cool vehicle. I drove one a number of years ago. It's time to get back into it because uh, I think uh, I think it's a lot of fun. A, a lot of people are using the older versions of these for autocrossing, which it's perfect for that. Um, I, I just think it's a fun little car. And this is going to just take it to the next level. To me, um, it rem- when I look at them, I, it reminds me of the uh, Porsche 928. Okay. I, I would say so. I, I think that's a good way to put it. Um, interior, nice. Good stuff. Good stuff from the folks. Yeah, and the, the bargain price. Yeah, bargain price. Here's something, though, that doesn't come at a bargain price, and that is rental cars. Remember when uh, Hertz went uh, went uh, bankrupt and they sold off like two hundred and fifty thousand cars at at one one shot. Remember that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well, 
rental cars could cost you a lot more. Increases of over 300% are being reported. Uh, this is according to the points guy, which is the guy that talks about travel and how to get a good deal. Apparently, you can't get one. Uh, and uh, rental rates are soaring in Arizona, Hawaii, Florida. They're charging as much as 300 a day for economy-sized cars. The problem is supply is being outweighed by demand um, because of Hertz and their bankruptcy. Right, and other other companies have sold off some of their fleets uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, and they can't find uh, rental cars. And I tell you, that's uh, that is pretty pretty intense. That would be a bad surprise, wouldn't it? It would be a bad surprise uh, where they just tell you, look, you know, if you want a car, <laughs> three hundred a day in Honolulu. Uh, it's going to cost you three hundred and fifty dollars a day, and we can't guarantee what the car is going to be. <laughs> Does Rent-A-Wreck still exist? Remember Rent-A-Wreck? I, you know, I've been meaning to look that up just to see if they still are. Well, uh, you know what you could do, too? There's Turo, I think it is called, where people rent you their car. Yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> I would never do it either. I might rent someone else's car if, if I could get it for less than $300 a day, though, wouldn't you? Well, yeah. But I, I would never. Uh, I mean, I think I think the use for that service is if you're looking to buy, let's say, a Tesla, and uh, you know you don't want to uh, you don't want to buy you you don't want to go to the dealer and do a test drive. You could rent it, and that that might be a good thing. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's a surprise. If you're planning a vacation, uh, you might be in for a uh, untimely <laughs> surprise or a timely surprise, I guess. Uh, uh, it'll be disappointing. I, yeah, $1,500 a month, uh, $1,500 a week for a, uh, for a basic car. You yeah. could almost buy a car and then, uh, turn it in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, when we come back, we are going to talk about another vehicle that was, uh, released this week. And that is none other than, as I like to refer to it, the crab-walking 830-horsepower EV SUV. It's the Hummer EV, uh, Hummer EV product manager. It's the EV SUV is what we're talking about. And uh, we're going to have on um, Tom Nanovich, who is the Hummer EV product manager. And uh, he is going to talk about this vehicle. That's a lot to talk about, a lot of capability, a lot of technology, uh, he'll be coming up after the break, and I'm excited to talk about it. The cool thing is, Les, it is shorter than the pickup truck version, so that makes it even better off-road. We'll talk about that. Crab walking, uh, where the vehicle can almost move sideways. I always thought that would be something that I would like in a vehicle. Yep. And, and I've always thought so, too. Yeah, it's got crab walking capability. It's got four four-wheel steering. Uh, and it is uh, quite the vehicle, and definitely, you know, if if you uh, went back in time, you would definitely notice this to be a Hummer. It really has that look. So, Tom will join yeah. us after the break. Stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We will be right back, so stay tuned.
Got a topic or a vehicle you'd like Cruise Control to cover? Leave us a comment on our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Big news this week from uh, the folks at Hummer. It is exciting. The uh, Hummer SUV, EV SUV. We wanted to know more about this amazing vehicle. The amazing and capable vehicle, Les Jackson. So we have Tom Namovich, who is the Hummer EV product manager with us. Tom, welcome to Cruise Control. It's uh, good to see you. Thanks for having uh, having me, Fred. I appreciate it. Hi, Les. Uh, How are you? And, and um, are you, in fact, uh, driving a Hummer right now? I wish I was. I don't know what kind of background you're seeing. It looks like a really cheesy home office to me. <laughs> well, I don't mean right at this moment. But I, <laughs> he, mean, he means uh, have you driven one of the new yeah. uh, EV yeah, Hummers? Um, yeah, I've driven the pickup. So uh, I've have, I spent some time in the pickup. The the news of this past week is that we've introduced the SUV, which is showing on video right now. Yeah, I mean that's quite a machine, and it definitely has that uh, that historic Hummer look. Yeah, you're not going to mistake uh, it for something. You know what it is. Yeah, something well, else. Yeah, I mean the 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 first go around at Hummer was definitely a unique vehicle and capable vehicle, and then now. Uh, we've, you know, as part of the GMC brand and as the Hummer EV model, we've um, made just a breathtaking, if not, uh, I'll argue, even more breathtaking vehicle than anything from the past. Well, let's uh, let's talk about it a little bit, Tom. I mean, first of all, there is a Hummer EV pickup, and now there is the SUV, and the SUV is even better off-road because it's got a little bit shorter uh, wheelbase, right? Yeah, we're about nine inches short of wheelbase, and uh, that improves our breakover angle. And uh, also with the uh, SUV, it's got a shorter rear overhang as well. So our uh, departure angles improved uh, significantly too. Wow. And Les, I mean, EVs for off-roading has got to be a yeah, great thing with instant torque. Uh, basically, it's like an on-off switch for, for your vehicle. And and also, uh, Tom, the, the, I would imagine that with the with the electric uh, power, you can you can, your ability to crawl over things mm-hmm. has to be dramatically better than any other previous type of drivetrain. Yeah, I mean we're we're, we're very pleased with it. Our test engineers are uh, they've been conducting miles and hours of test time of the vehicle now off off road. And uh, we've got great opportunities. We talk about the torque, the instant torque, the ability to creep at, at low speeds. Uh, you don't need any um, reduced gears. Uh, we've got um, we've got uh, a one-pedal off-road driving mode as well. So when you're descending, uh, you can also keep the vehicle in check with with that then too. So it's really a it's a it's, it's a fantastic off-road capable vehicle and uh, the electric part is just a bonus on top of it or and and there's many good features of that though too yeah well let's talk about some of those good features and if anyone's saying oh i'm really upset the internal combustion engine is going away and they're bringing out all these electrics let me hit you with a couple of numbers Uh, there's a three motor version of this vehicle it can deliver up to 830 horsepower (laughs) yep (laughs) 11 uh, 11,500 pound-feet of torque, 
and uh, that nets you 3.5 seconds, zero to 60 time. Uh, I would be happy with those numbers, Tom. Well, we're happy as well. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you should see the smiles on the faces of our engineers that are driving the vehicles now. So it's, it's an incredibly fast uh, vehicle with the three motor setup. That's what we, that's what we're going to launch with our addition one where we have the three motor configuration and very similar to the pickup with the three motors too. So we got torque vectoring all wheel drive, our, our E four wheel drive as part of that then too. And uh, it's, you know, it, it screams on road with that uh, zero to 60 time and then uh, off road as well. That it's, it's power to um, power to the pavement or to the trails. It's really fantastic. What is the uh, total suspension travel on that? I mean, I'm looking at the uh, at, at the distance between the inner fender and the wheels in the video, and it it just looks like uh, you could almost drive over, you know, a 24 inch log with this thing. And- <laughs> Well, at speed. Well, yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, we're, we got uh, um, we've got 13 inches suspension travel and we got some unique uh, settings for the vehicle as well. So there's a standard mode that the vehicle drives in, and then we offer a terrain mode, which takes up two inches. And that's for your conventional off-roading. And then when you get into any precarious position where you might have a rock to, to crawl over or um, get yourself out of a jam where you bottom the vehicle out or, or you're stuck in some mud. We can get into the extract mode, which raises it an additional four inches for low speed driving. So six inches height, even over and above where we're at with the, the standard curve height for the vehicle. Yeah, the, the technology here is amazing. And we should click off some of these uh, tactical tech, as you like to call it. I, I like that. Yeah. I, I like that. Uh, uh, branding, but uh, you have a satellite rendered trail mapping. So let's talk a little bit about that. That's not, I mean, it's that that is a, a bigger advance than you know little uh, pie plate uh, locators on a trail that you might get. Sure, sure. Well, and it's, it'll be more than just dropping uh, breadcrumbs along your way <laughs> as well. And we're going to be offering more information about that to come. But it's something that we're really excited about. What'll be offered in the SUV and the pickup. And uh, um, it's, it'll be a chance to really go off road and, and through the trails with, uh, uh, as, we, as, uh, as we come up, we're, we're partnering with a third party and uh, we're gonna have more information on that to come, but it'll truly make uh, an off-road experience more enjoyable and, and ease your mind when you're trying to find your way in or out. That's amazing. Um, what, I, I'm, just, I'm just curious, um about how you manage what uh, I didn't look at the weight of the vehicle. I mean it, it looks huge and it must what it weigh about six thousand pounds well we haven't released information about the the weight of the vehicle yet but needless to say there's a lot of batteries on the vehicle as an electric vehicle with yeah. up to 300 mile range or 300 plus mile range so uh it's it's about the size uh it, it, to put it in, in in some conventional terms it's the size of a uh GMC Sierra pickup, and then okay. we pick up some width with the vehicle too for uh, suspension travel and articulation of the suspension, and uh, um, so it's really a it's comparably sized to a crew cab pickup uh, uh, with the additional width for uh, suspension travel. Yeah, well, that's a pretty familiar size. I mean, it's well, yeah. The the important thing too about a less is though it's a large vehicle. But it's uh, uh, having driven it myself, I can say with the with the four wheel steer, and I think we saw a little video on the crab walk, 
Um, by having four wheel steer for the vehicle, this SUV, uh, it gets its turn circle down to 35.4 feet, which, which is, is smaller than many conventional midsize cars or SUVs. Oh, yeah. So I, I can say driving this vehicle, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good sized truck, but it drives very small and very you know, nimble. And that'll be great for off-roading as well as for people who may drive it every day to, uh, to the stores or uh, dropping the kids off or whatever. It's, uh, it's very small feeling and very nimble feeling that we've accomplished for the vehicle. And that's important because uh, people don't want to feel like something is, is just, oh my gosh, this yeah. isn't maneuverable enough. Yeah. Uh, 35 feet is a very small turning radius. I mean, that, that's, that's mid-size sedan territory. We are talking with Tom Namovich, who is the Hummer EV product guy. And uh, Tom, let's talk a little bit more about some of those things you mentioned in greater detail. Crab walking. This is something I always thought it would be cool, especially in New York City, <laughs> if you could slide right into a parking spot, even though I think I'm a pretty good parallel parker. But um, this is uh, this is a first for any vehicle that I can think of. And then also you have four-wheel steering, which GM showed off, I remember, a number of years ago uh, on their pickup, but now it's integrated into this vehicle as well. Right, and it's the four-wheel steer that enables the crab walk, and uh, the four-wheel steer on its own, and that's the, that's the part that makes the vehicle more nimble and tighter turn circle. And by having the four-wheel steer, it enables the crab walk, which uh, allows the rear wheels to turn the same as the front wheels for to uh, offer diagonal driving of the vehicle at lower speeds. So that, you know, whether you, you're off trail facing a rock in front of you and you may have a wall on one side of you and you need to get around it and you don't want to um, do multiple point turns to get past an obstacle, you can do that by driving the vehicle uh, diagonally. And that 10 degrees doesn't sound like a lot, but when you actually see it in motion and feel it, you're actually, you know, you're facing forward and you're and the vehicle is moving diagonally. It's really a, it's a, it's That's a cool. great, it's a great and functional experience. And, and you mentioned driving in the city too. There could be a use for that as well. Uh, um, you know, whether it's in a large city or, or, um, or otherwise. So it's, it's really fun. I just picture getting into tight parking spaces and they'll say he'll never be able to get in there. And then uh, you throw it into the crab walk mode and they're like, oh my. Hey, we will be right back with more from Tom Namovich, who is the Hummer EV product person, product manager. And uh, stay tuned to Cruise Control. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We will be right back. More on the Hummer EV SUV. Get even more automotive content from Cruise Control. Head over to our Cruise Control YouTube page and subscribe. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Les and I are here talking about an incredible vehicle uh, from the folks at Hummer. GMC Hummer would be accurate. You will not, uh, when you see this vehicle, you'll say, yes, that is a Hummer. This is uh, the SUV version, all electric, incredibly loaded with uh, lots of technology. And we are talking with Tom Nanovich, who is the Hummer EV product manager about this vehicle. There's so much to talk to. We covered a lot, Tom. Uh, but 
on the inside, this thing is loaded with technology as well and loaded with luxury, but it still has a very tactical look, a very military look. Um, it, it hasn't gone soft on the inside, has it? Uh, no, it hasn't. And I, I don't know if those were the, the words our designers might use, but uh, we've got a premium interior. We've got a 12.3 inch uh, screen for the cluster, a 13.4 inch center infotainment uh, HD screen. And uh, yeah, the, it's, it's, it, it just speaks to what the vehicle is inside and out. There's cues to the what the Hummer EV is on the inside that match the outside. And we've got a very premium interior with the colors we're showing here. This is our, our lunar shadow interior that debuts with the SUV. And we also have a, a more higher, a higher contrast interior with the lunar uh, horizon, which is a light gray accent where we see the taupe color here. So uh, it's, a, it's, a, um, it's a great, uh, premium feel interior that complements uh, the exterior of the vehicle, and uh, um, it's a uh, it's a great feel. And seeing the image right now, the the infinity uh, roof sky panels are removed, and that further you know, really improves or, or gives a, you know, the feel of the outside world coming in. And you can see it, it's like a convertible. It is a, a you know, when you, with the roof panels removed and the infinity bar. Uh, uh, removed in the front, the I-bar, uh, then it's a uh, convertible while you're driving the vehicle too. So That's it's really, really an exciting uh, feeling when you're really, uh, navigating the roads air. or the trails. Yeah, very open air. Uh, is that screen uh, adjustable? It looks like it will fold back and forth a little bit. The center, the center screen is fixed. Uh, oh, it's fixed. Okay. Because it looked uh, like like it might be adjustable. I don't know why you'd adjust it, but. Well, uh, let's talk about more of the technology here. Uh, you also basically have a power station on board, uh, Tom. I mean, of course, you've got a lot of batteries, and why not be able to power things when you're out on the trail? It makes makes good sense, doesn't it? Right, yeah, for sure. So with our power station that will debut with the SUV, we can tap uh, three kilowatts, 120-volt uh, power out of the vehicle. So we can power a campsite, a small work site, uh, power uh, certain devices in your home if you lose power. And then another great feature for this power station is we can take six kilowatts of 240 volts out to uh, power uh, another electric vehicle to charge another electric vehicle or an electric wow. toy, as we're going to start seeing more, whether they're side-by-sides or electric motorcycles or otherwise, we can tap power for, for that also. Do you have towing capability out yet on this vehicle? We haven't released the information yet. We're working through the final details as our engineers are uh, uh, taking the analytical uh, world and, and then actually applying that to real tests. And we're, uh, we'll be releasing towing inf information later. Yeah, super, super, super vehicle. I like how, Les, how they've used a lot of, uh, uh, you know, the Apollo program, basically, and they're talking about moonshots and things like that and the lunar yeah. name for uh, interiors. Uh, I think uh, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, I just I think I just like the way it's been executed. Um, it, it, it you know it you it appears it, it's got the the family resemblance, but as you said, it's a it's an all new all new technology, all new everything vehicle that stands on its own. Um, I just did a quick calculation on uh, 
the available electric power that you can pull off of it, I could run uh, my simultaneously my central air conditioning, <laughs> my refrigerator, and my my TV uh, off of that. So I'm sold. <laughs> there you got it. You got an order, Tom. That's it. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, and. Also, let's talk about charging. 800-volt DC public fast charging capability up to 300 kilowatts. What? Yeah, that's something where, I mean, for a vehicle uh, to be truly accepted and, and used as an electric vehicle, you got to be able to charge it quick, too. So uh, with this 300-kilowatt um, charging, it'll, it'll make it much easier. And, uh, you know, we're... We come out and we've stated that at least for the pickup, we can get about 100 miles in 10 minutes or about 10 minutes. Wow. And uh, we expect remarkable. similar performance for the SUV. And it's uh, it's uh, it'll make the vehicle very usable and uh, you know, in everyday life. And that's what we need. What we really need to have as we transition to electric vehicles. Well, what uh, what is the range on it? We should ask about that. I mean, you can get 100, 100 miles in 10 minutes. Did you say 15 minutes? Uh, about 100 miles and 10 minutes for the pickup, and and uh, around the same for the SUV. What's the overall? And range? so, and so the range for the SUV is uh, 300 plus miles, and then for the edition one with the off-road package, it's it's uh, a little, 280, a little bit uh, more than that. Those are early estimates too, and we'll see the final numbers come when we get closer to production. Wow, you know what I'd yeah. like. I'd like to see Tom somebody take one of these obvious too early in the game and turn it into an overlander with some kind of camper body on it somehow. You know, maybe maybe to fit in the pickup model. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, you know, we're we, we're going to offer over 200 accessories for the launch, and uh, we we've got we haven't released all the information on our accessories yet, but we're working through that now as well. And there'll be plenty of surprises for for our accessories. Um, and yeah, it's a, you know, one thing you're saying too, as an overland vehicle, uh, and to make this vehicle usable by everybody, we're, we're going to have a, a whole host of accessories for the, for the truck and for the SUV. I think that's great. I mean, obviously the aftermarket would be making accessories right now if, if they knew you weren't <laughs> making accessories. Uh, but I, I like, I always like it when the factory engineers design an accessory to not only fit and work correctly, but to warrant uh, the, right, the device, right. which is you know really important. Yeah, you guys. Well, and we uh, uh, with our fast development time for this vehicle, we really challenge our accessory team to have uh, uh, a whole host of accessories ready when when we start production. But they're gonna we, we're gonna have some great uh, and exciting accessories for the vehicles too, for sure. Tom, are people putting down uh, deposits already on these? Yeah, we've uh, we took pre-orders, or we're taking pre-orders now for both body styles. And uh, the S, the pickup, we took pre-orders in October, and uh, we sold out our edition one for the pickup. And then this past weekend, we started the uh, pre-orders for the SUV, and we sold out the edition one for that uh, vehicle as well. And we do offer some, you know, a similar highly equipped trim that's still available for pre-order for the SUV and for the pickup. And then we're also offering pre-orders uh, at uh, um, for the, the the Hummer EV2 and the Hummer EV2X for the for the standard and the mid trim for the vehicles also. Would there ever be a uh, fleet version of this, a real basic version for people that just need to go and you know check 
high power transmission lines into the woods or something like that. It, uh, it obviously this is a high end vehicle right now with a lot of technology, but I wonder if that would right. ever be in a consideration. Well, we're focusing on for the additional one. It's a very well equipped vehicle, and we've got the other trims to follow. And uh, as a company, General Motors announced that we're going to have an electric Silverado coming up too. Right. So we've got we've got a, a couple different opportunities for our company and for GMC brand to meet the needs of our customers. We're gonna uh, we're, we're we do have a very very capable vehicle here, and it will be used for for regular people as well as for. Uh, for fleet customers here, and we're gonna we're gonna focus on satisfying uh, true off-road aficionados and premium uh, truck, EV EV truck buyers at the launch. Tom, real quick, where should people go for information on these vehicles? Go to GMC.com, and there's a it'll be right on the top of the page for the Hummer EV. All right. Well, we appreciate it, Tom Namovich, the Hummer EV product manager. We'll can't wait to get into these vehicles. Impressive. Looking forward to getting you in them. Thanks, Fred. Thanks, Les. All right. Good deal. Thank you. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to cruisecontrolradio.com.